What is up, bros? Welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm beyond amazed, but I'm Jonathan. <laughs> Dude, no one's going to understand what the hell you're talking about. I know, but I still want to say that I'm amazed. Oh, <laughs> uh, We had a major upgrade for... The, at least we think it's going to be a major upgrade. We'll see once I get this all edited whether it sounds good or not. <laughs> But we finally got ourselves hooked up with a soundboard. <laughs> so for the first time ever while recording, we heard the intro and it kind of got me hyped. <laughs> Sam, Caleb doesn't have to do the cues anymore. I know, it's so helpful. That's Yeah, it is, but that's going to be like really freaking weird. It's going to take me, it's gonna probably just going to take me this episode that I'll be used to it. Yeah, like it was, it was freaking cool. <laughs> it was very cool. It gets you freaking hyped because our theme music is that badass. Oh, yeah. For those of you that don't know, we made the uh, the music ourselves, <laughs> so we're a little bit. Biased I, I would more about so that. say Caleb made it himself. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, you had a lot of input on it. Oh, I did. Oh, I <laughs> dude, I love how little you remember shit. <laughs> I know, dude. Dude, my memory has gone to jack shit for only being 25. This is really bad. I'm scared <laughs> to see how it's going to be when I'm 30. Oh my gosh, it's going to be rough. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> so we do not have anything in Funko Focus this week. Nothing really caught our eye, which that's kind of been the case for a really long time now yeah it has and usually whenever there is a a funko figure that we want to talk about it's usually it's every once in a while now like i feel like the only time that i ever like really get into a a pop figure is when it's like the collector core box yeah i i would agree with that yeah so we'll discuss it a little bit more but we may be getting rid of funko focus <laughs> like um, honestly um and I, like i know i've like announced that you know i really don't collect funko pops anymore but so um and actually you can use this too if you wanted to but target uh t- the target app the target circle thing has a coupon this week where you can get like 25 percent off a single like a uh, toy and so it can be like funko pops marvel legends and I found out it could also be NECA figures. Yeah, I chose a NECA figure over a Funko Pop. Jeez. But, dude, I got the Lori Strode uh, NECA Ooh. figure from Halloween 2018. Uh, I paid, what was it, 24 bucks for it instead of the 33 That's not bad. Yeah, for a freaking NECA figure? I was freaking so happy. It's freaking epic. But yeah, that shit gets me more excited than Funko Pops. And I'm really getting into NECA, and I don't think this is a good thing. Because those <laughs> things get expensive. That's the worst. You just left not... one expensive hobby for another. I know, dude. And they haven't even released Michael Myers from Halloween Kills yet. And I'm like really scared. I don't want to shell out another $30. Yeah. But I have to have it. There are not a lot of figures that have come out recently. At least regarding marvel since i mean hell probably i want to say not even loki it's been since falcon and the winter soldier since there's been like a new figure that i've wanted 
So I'm probably just going to try and get caught up on the Hulks, which I only have a few more to do. Um, have you checked your Target store at all? <sighs> no. Cause I need, to, I need um, to make a run tomorrow. Yeah, dude. Cause yeah, um, I mean, I've been checking mine. I'm checking mine like every single day, trying to find you that Hulk. Cause if I do, I'm buying that shit and sending it to you. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, they're they're starting to drop in the stores. Hell yeah. Um, and my target isn't that popular, and so they they've had dude, figures yeah, that even I've it. been like, oh damn, like. So yeah, you might actually be in favor. Can I just, I want to talk about something really quickly, though, regarding Marvel. Why is it that whenever I have a certain favorite Marvel character, I always get, like, freaking, like, bent over and, like, slapped on the ass for, like, um, (laughs) (laughs) for how that character is released in, like, an action figure form or some shit like that? Because Hawkeye has never gotten, well, as far as I know, never really gotten any Marvel Legends um, figures and then with Eternals coming out, um, I was thinking about, you know, like with the 25% coupon, I'm like, hey, you know, like, you know, with um, them already releasing the uh, Marvel Legends for Eternals, you know, maybe I'll pick up Gilgamesh because um, I'm really excited to see Madong So or slash Don Lee um, in the movie. He's, he's definitely become my favorite Eternal even before seeing the movie. But do you want to know how you get Gilgamesh for Marvel Legends? Oh my gosh, do you have to buy all of them? Yep, he is the Build-A-Figure. Oh my gosh, dude, <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, so I go on eBay, I'm just like, okay, let, 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 I just wanted to see how much people are charging for. Yeah, you can't find it for less than $80, which rightfully so, considering that these figures cost 20 bucks each. Um, So, you know, they gotta make their money back somehow. That's um, still bullshit, dude. Like, the same thing happened with... um. They had like one of those NECA figures, but like the build up figure was uh, the Ragnarok Hulk. Yeah, dude, I remember that. Yeah, because yeah, we were was, at Toys R Us. I was so pissed. I was yeah, so dude, pissed. See, yeah, see, Caleb gets it too. Um, it's freaking bullshit. <laughs> and freaking, what's weird about in this, uh, this I guess first series of the Eternals, they have them all except for Angelina Jolie's Athena and then Salma Hayek's Ajax. Like what the hell? I thought those two were like huge core members, especially Ajax. She's the leader of the Eternals. Yeah. So I don't know why they're leaving those two out, but you know whatever. Probably because they didn't need them because you could build Gilgamesh with less. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> that still freaking pisses me off. I'm like, really? That's the worst. Like, why couldn't you just make it like you build a celestial? Do right. Oh no, but uh, Celestial gets their own uh, Marvel Legend. Wait, no, are you not Celestial. Me? Wait, are you talking Celestial or Deviant? I was thinking like Celestial. Oh, like, okay, never mind. Like you collect all of the the cele- or all of the Eternals to build like one big Celestial. Yeah, I think a Deviant got their own Marvel Legend. That is absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it is a Celestial. I'll have to. I'll have to, like, go back to Target and see which one it is, and I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's the worst. But, yeah, so that that's my uh, rant and rave about freaking Marvel always screwing over my favorite characters, or at least the ones that I'm interested in. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so don't be surprised, everyone, if we, if we do away with Funko Focus. 
Um, we will, like, if there is a figure that we just absolutely need to talk about, we'll probably throw it into our Through the Wall, because each of us brings, like, one item to Through the Wall to discuss. So that That's might true. be the place to to do it from now on, especially with how, like, little we're into Funko now. Because yeah. I'm probably going to call, like, as soon as I get caught up on the Hulks, I'm going to get those, like, those extra little bonus figures that I've I've been wanting like um the Sam Wilson Captain America uh the costumed Wanda from WandaVision. Oh yeah. I want to cut the uh the pumpkin basket off of that one so I have like the comic accurate one cuz the comic accurate one or the first appearance Wanda I like did not like. Um yeah, wasn't it she blue wasn't she blue? Or was that Black Widow? No, that was Black Widow. Um, okay. Hers, it was like a full-faced helmet. It was like super weird looking. <sighs> That's what it was, yeah. So, yeah, I want I want to get the WandaVision version as my like comic accurate. <laughs> I love Wanda. it. Um, I love it. And then there's like another like other figures here and there. Like I definitely want to get a Captain Carter one just because um, my... We're dressing my daughter up as Captain Carter for Halloween. Oh, I love it. Dude, and I finished oh. I finished her top, like her shirt. It looks yeah. freaking bitching. Oh, you going to have everything done before Sunday? Oh, yeah. Or Saturday? Yeah. I don't know um, the only you guys are really celebrating. Yeah. The, yeah. So sh- we have a like a Halloween party on Friday, which okay. I'm, I'm going to attend as long as I can after work. Hell yeah. Um, and then Sunday, I think we're. I think Brielle said she's going to take her to church in her costume. Aw, cute! Yeah, so I'm freaking excited for that. Oh, and then so she, we're just going to have her in the costume. Like the only thing that we have to finish on her costume is her harness. Okay. Um, we're going to like Velcro it, like just so it like sits on like the front so we're just trying to figure out how to do the back and have it like be comfortable enough for her so that we can put her in like the car seat ah okay um yeah so we need to do that brielle is making um little utility bags for the belt oh, so cute um oh. Yeah, we we have her boots. Like we got her some uh, some cowboy boots. We couldn't. I was so pissed off. Like I found the perfect boots. Like that went up like just below her, like like s- just slightly above the middle of her shin. Like they were perfection. They were just one size too big. Oh, and sucks. I I try. Yeah, and I tried them on her, and I'm like, we can make this work. We can make this work. I put them on her, and when she walked, they would slip off and trip her up. And I'm like, damn it. Oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, so we had we bought her some some cowboy boots that had some camo on, on them, so we're painting over the camo, and like that damn camo fabric can like absorb some freaking paint. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, shit. it's been insane trying to get that painted over. Um, shit. Okay. Yeah, but we have a belt ready for her. 
Uh, we got her in some like cargo pants. Like it's gonna be bitching. So everyone expects expect pictures. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see the final product. I'm freaking stoked. It's gonna be so yeah. freaking adorable. Hell yeah! I got her shield done. I got her sword done, and she freaking loves that sword. Yay! Aww. Like she'll freaking come and like jab me <laughs> with it. <laughs> And then, like, when I'm like, I'm going to get you, she'll, like, it's, it, okay, it's, like, mildly concerning when I, when she does that, because, like, she'll come and, and poke me, and I'll, like, pretend to, like, fall over, or, like, get cut or something, and I'm like, oh, no, and I fall to the ground, and then I'll chase her, and then she'll turn the sword on herself, and, like, <laughs> pretend to, like, 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 kind of, like, stab herself, and then she'll fall, she'll, like, ah, and I'm like, what the hell was that <laughs> <laughs> like you you're a freak child oh, oh my gosh caleb she truly is your kid oh my gosh yeah she is oh, she's hilarious so that, expect oh, pictures everyone that is so cute dude she freaking gets into it like she dude, likes her no, she no, likes no. her sword better than her shield that doesn't well, surprise me yeah, but when she so it like proud daddy moment there, um, but her <laughs> <laughs> when she only has her shield, like it's freaking adorable. Like she, like I'll hold it up for her and she'll slide her like she knew like the day we bought the shield, she like slides her hand in and was like holding it like exactly how you're supposed to hold it. Oh my god! And then when I taught her how to throw it, I mean, holy shit, she just went hog wild. Oh my gosh. Dude, I'm getting like a cuteness overload here. Stop, please. I know you haven't even seen the, the picture of her costume yet. I I'll, haven't. Oh. I'll go grab it after uh after we're done recording. Hell yes. Oh so cute. But anyway. Total sidetrack there. Um <laughs> getting back on topic. Um so yeah, don't be surprised if we're getting rid of Funko Focus. Um 4K Spotlight, we also don't have anything to discuss this week, um, other than, like, the Paw Patrol movie, which, I mean, if you have young kids, wasn't completely unwatchable. Um, same with the Little Pony movie, My Little Pony movie. That was pretty okay, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going brony anytime soon, but it, it was decent. <laughs> don't listen to him. It's coming soon. Yeah, dude, uh, when when Iris starts to talk, we're going to, like, all these, like, little kitty shows that I'm, like, forced to watch, I'm going to, like, do, where we'll, we'll have to do breakdowns with her about, about them. <laughs> Hell yes. I'm so down for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then for Through the Wall, we got a new trailer for kind of one of the more surprising Pixar movies, so we'll get into that, like immediately so without yeah. for or and then after that we'll get into our headliner this week where we'll be breaking down dune the, the 2021 uh, version 2021 i did forget that there was like an old no dude you're good i forgot too <laughs> yeah so we'll be breaking down dune um so with that let's say we uh get into it let's do it 
Hello, my name is Brecker Nurse, and I want to tell you about my fun horror movie podcast called Autopsy of a Horror Movie. On my show, I like to have fun dissecting out what makes a horror movie scary, what worked for it, what didn't, what types of fears does it play off of. Is it an allegory for any sort of message? I don't know, but let's find out. Also, I like to watch slashers. I'm a big slasher guy, so I'll watch a slasher and do a kill grade for it. I will cover the kills and I will tell you how I would grade it based on shock, method, style points, and a fourth category that is a reflection of the movie. Besides those, I'll have fun with special topic episodes, commentary tracks, interviews with guests, including some Shutter directors, so I just like to have a fun time over here. If any of this sounds interesting to you or you just want to come check me out, please head over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere they listen to podcasts and search for Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Also, be sure to find me on Instagram at Brucker Horror, where you get fun updates and some cool little posts that I do. Thanks for listening, and I hope that you get to enjoy the show, and I'll see you on Instagram. Bye. Alrighty, first up and through the wall. Uh, we actually got a tr- we got a trailer today, f- like luckily today. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had shit to talk about. Um, yeah, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> we got a trailer for Pixar's Lightyear. I do appreciate that it's called Lightyear, not Buzz. I think that sounds so much cooler. Yeah, this is gonna be an interesting movie. <laughs> Yes. Um, I was telling Caleb how, like, I know Pixar does basically, like, every one of their movies is different, except for their sequels, of course. But this one feels really different for Pixar. I don't think I would have ever thought to see them do a Spaceman movie. Kind of going, um, like, it's, it's not gonna, like, be like The Martian, but, you know, like, kind of, you know, just, wow, I'm really butchering. Needless to say, I never thought that they would actually do a space movie about an astronaut, even though one of their toys is an, is an astronaut. But this is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they did this intentionally, and I, I'm willing to bet that they didn't. I think it was just one of those things that they were going through like in like an ideas meeting. And someone had just recently watched the first Toy Story movie and caught this, like, not even, like, a, I'll say throw, I'll say it. It was a throwaway line. When Buzz realizes that he's a toy, he is in Sid's house and his dad's, like, asleep watching TV. And it was this line, like, uh, it was actually Pendulette that did the, the voice for the commercial. And they're oh, like, shit. the world's greatest space ranger. Now the world's greatest toy. Like, and then that's it. Like, and then they just kind of go off of that. And I'm like, they set that up, like, perfectly. Like, yeah. they were either waiting until they, <laughs> like, they've either had this story in the lineup for years, just waiting for technology to get to the point where they're happy with, like, oh, yeah, we can pull this off, like, amazingly. Or... They're just like running out of ideas and just happened to come across that line. (laughs) It's like, wait, guys, we can turn an origin movie into, we can make an origin movie just because of that one line. Like, come on, this is a no brainer. Yeah, exactly. Um, So this is like how Buzz becomes the world's greatest space ranger. 
Like there is a buzz, like a real buzz light year. Yep. And he like does some like crazy shit. Like he has like this really cool spacesuit. Like it does look like um Buzz's spacesuit. It's just not colored that way. Um he eventually does get into that colored suit. Which is like freaking dope. <laughs> I do appreciate it. like it shouldn't it shouldn't translate to actual real life, like actually like look like it could be put onto a real person that well, but it actually does. Yeah, no joke, dude. Like it looks so good. And then I think the most surprising thing from this entire thing is uh Buzz has hair. <laughs> yeah. We all thought he was bald, but nope. Buzz has a full luscious head of hair and he's blonde. And he's blonde. I think that's Or is it, or is it like a dirty blonde? I don't even know. It, I mean, I guess you could say it's a dirty blonde. It's just really really light. Yeah, so okay. I think it's more on like the the blonde side than dirty. Okay. Yeah, that's not brown, right? No, not quite. Like okay. I consider my my brother's dirty blonde because their hair is like very very light brown. I consider Bronson brown. I mean, his hair is a little bit lighter. I feel like like what do you consider my color of hair? Yours, I consider brown. Okay, because yeah, yours is definitely black. Yeah, Bronson's hair is is lighter than yours. Yeah, see, like, it, looking at the picture now, I, actually, that looks brown to me. You think? Yeah, that looks more so brown. Okay. I don't know. Then I guess like, that makes a little bit of sense. Wait, what color are Buzz, like, the toy's eyebrows? Aren't his eyebrows purple? <laughs> I think they are. <laughs> I think I'm that's why we sure got confused, like, thinking that he was bald. Yep, his eyebrows are purple. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. I love how, like, the first picture I click on, it takes me straight to an eBay page. <laughs> I can buy the Think Away 12-inch tall Buzz Lightyear right now for 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Whoop-de-doo! Yeah. So, this is... This is gonna be an interesting freaking movie. It really is. Like, I should like honestly the, the way I'm looking at this, I'm like I should like not be excited for this movie because it just seems like so out of nowhere for Pixar to do this kind of movie. But I am. Like, honestly, like this is actually like the most excited I've been for a Pixar movie in a while. Right? Yeah. Dude, this is going to be insane. Like, it, like, we've never gotten, like, I don't even, like, I think what's so intriguing about this to us, we never, ever would have guessed that we would have gotten a prequel to Buzz. Like, that yeah. would have been, the, like I said, the last thing on my freaking mind. Right? Like, it freaking, it took me... When the like the announcement of the movie itself to realize like how this works, I'm like, well, that's bullshit. They're just making like, oh, Buzz Lightyear was a real person. Like that doesn't make sense until I rewatch the first one, and I'm like, actually, that works. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it shouldn't, but it does. Um, 
Because, like, you know, like, you you probably get people saying, like, oh, well, you know, they could do uh, who Woody is really based off of, or Jesse, or, like, no. Because I really don't see those based off any, or, like, maybe, like, just, like, a, uh, like, an old-time, like, cowboy, uh, like, TV star from, like, an old TV show. But I don't ever see those actually being real, per like, real people from back then. From that line that Kayla brought up, I you absolutely could see Buzz Lightyear being a real person and the toy based off a real Space Ranger. Yeah, I don't, like, I'm afraid that if this movie does well, that they're going to try and do, like, a Woody one. They freaking but better not. They established in Toy Story 2 that Woody is based off of a toy, or, or like, not even a toy. He was based off of, um... Kind of like a marionette from a Western TV show for kids. He was built specifically to be a toy. Yep. Buzz Lightyear was not. Buzz Lightyear was like a someone like inspired, like he was basically like Buzz Aldrin. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, basically. If he became like crazy famous and had an action figure. I mean, not saying that Buzz Aldrin isn't famous. I mean, who the hell am I? But, but still, like you know, you you catch my drift. Yeah, no, no, dude, I get you. <laughs> um, but we were talking about this before we were we recorded a little bit. I want to see all of the shit that we've seen in Toy Story kind of just translate. Like that's what I want now. I want it translated into like real life. Like I want to see the aliens. I want to see Emperor Zerg. <laughs> I want to see the freaking wings. <laughs> oh man! And like, you know what I sucks all this is shit. the thing that sucks is we're only teased with the to infinity and beyond. <sighs> freaking pulling an Avengers Assemble bullshit again. <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, seriously though, and it's Chris Evans once again. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, like (laughs) if he had any say in this trailer, like it was that (laughs) freaking giving us blue balls with two infinity and beyond. Have you seen? um, Have you seen the um, like gag reel for Avengers: Age of Ultron? Yeah, where he's like like, Avengers, and then he like points out the camera. He's like, like, "Ah." (laughs) he just points out the camera and is like, ah. Oh, it's freaking great. Oh, so good. So good. And this this movie looks incredible. The, this movie should not like this movie should not get me as interested and pumped as it is, but this teaser got me freaking hyped for this movie. I'm very excited for Lightyear. Oh, dude, I am I am extremely high. 1 out of 10. Where are you at? Um you know what? F it. I'm an, I'm at a nine. I I'm about there too. I'm actually might be a bit higher. Like I I might be at, at like a nine and a half. Okay. I was gonna <laughs> Not say quite dude, you're at, at a ten because I still have I mean, if you my are, hesitations. Awesome. Yeah, I still that's have fair. my hesitations. I still very much have my hesitations about this movie, but not so much that I am not pumped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. S- same here. Like. 
hell, I might see this opening night. I don't know. Like, it's weird, like, how hyped the, or, like, how <laughs> interested I got in this movie after this teaser trailer. And they don't really show you a lot. No, they don't. But Chris Evans says two lines, I think, as as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Like, um, I, you, you just get to see a lot of, like, the action sequences. Like, they see... I'm not sure if it's, like, a test launch or what, but he, like, launches into space and he does some, like, crazy-ass trip around the sun. Yeah, that was... <laughs> that was insane. Yeah, so that's going to be wild. And then we were talking about it, too. Like, I think... Yeah, you were the one that brought it up. Like, well, that just ruins the origin story from <laughs> the Buzz Lightyear of Star Command movie. <laughs> and I, I corrected you because I'm like, nope. Toy Story actually acknowledged that this movie exists in their universe. Because I think it's like either the intro or... Oh, no, it's it's the intro. Like, Rex is wanting to watch this movie. Yeah, and so everyone's like, "Gather around, like let's watch this movie." So I, I told him, I'm like, "So this is something that people thought that they could um, capitalize on, so they made a Buzz Lightyear origin movie." <laughs> oh man, I I'm so pumped! I'm so freaking pumped! I hope we I hope we get um some easter eggs from of the show i hope so too uh i never watched the whole show i've only seen like bits and pieces here and there yeah uh, i've never watched all four seasons but dude i had that movie on freaking repeat when i was a kid i i hope that movie holds up <laughs> i think it will i think it will yeah i if anything it's gonna hold up strictly because of nostalgia <laughs> You know, yeah, fair enough. I honestly remember watching that movie so often. I would not be surprised at all if while we, because we're we're making this a movie night, like Hell you know damn yeah. well we're making it a movie night, a VR movie <laughs> night at that. Yeah, um, buddy. I would not be surprised though if this unlocked like a shit ton of childhood memories for me, <laughs> and if I was Dude, like, able just... to like quote the movie. <laughs> Dude, just talking about it, like, I remember actually, like, having all uh, four of the, um, or at least of, like, Buzz's team uh, from the show, like, all, like, the action figures. No I freaking shit. remember that shit. Yeah, I remember that shit. Oh, hell I don't yeah. have them anymore, unfortunately. I forget what. <sighs> my I biggest remember, thing, yeah, I want to see the robot. Garage. The what? You have them in your garage? Well, basically, what happened is um, our uh, um, what was it? Our uh, garage in California got infested with rats, and literally nothing was salvageable. Bro, that yeah. sucks. What can you do? Oh, yeah. I, I'm the one thing that I'm hoping for. I don't expect us to see like the aliens that because those alien like because he has like the the female alien like mira nova yeah or whatever i don't expect to see her because she is technically an alien and i'm pretty sure that they're going to go like a little bit more on the realistic side if they do include aliens that's going to be pretty dope 
Um, yeah. And I would love to see her because I remember having a huge crush on her. <laughs> oh, who did? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Uh, Freaking feisty redhead. Like, pff, hell yeah. Yeah. Buddy. Like, I knew, I knew what was up back then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, love it. No, but I want to see the little, the robot. What was his name? RX. Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah, X- whatever that XR. XR, that's right. Yeah. You were close. Backwards. Yeah, yeah, close enough. I want to see that that little robot or just an Easter egg to him. Oh, that be that would that would put a huge smile on my face. Oh, that'd be great. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I am like overly excited for this. It's insane. <laughs> like I don't. I, I didn't get an accurate feel for how excited Brielle was about this, but I was just like pumped. I watched it twice on my own, and then took it into our bedroom to cast on the TV so Brielle could see it too. And she's just like, "Oh, that looks pretty good." And I'm like, "It looks freaking amazing! <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, pretty good." <laughs> That's all you have to say. Yeah, no joke. I'm just like, <laughs> we are living in the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so pumped. I'm I'm a little bummed out that Iris isn't going to be old enough for me to take to a theater, though. Oh, dude, yeah, this would be like the perfect first movie. No, I, I, I really, really hope that something good comes out in theaters when she's old enough to go to a theater. When I'm old enough to what, take her to a theater. What's usually the average age that... That I don't know. I think it's all it's all based on your child. Like if you have one that has like attention disorders, (laughs) I think maybe like take them when they're a little bit older. Maybe take them when with with uh, something that they're a little bit more invested in. Mm, Okay. Like just kind of depends. Like I think with uh, my goal is to get her to go to a movie with me at like three or four. Okay, that's a good goal. Yeah, so hopefully something good comes out that I won't want to like blow my brains out <laughs> while watching and something that's going to be entertaining enough for her. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But I think I do I will say this. She is very picky about what she wants to watch right now. And I do feel like she she wanted to watch the um, like Paw Patrol movie and the the My Little Pony movie because I was scrolling through and I'm like, you want to watch this? And she's like, no. And I'm like, you want to watch this? No. And then I got to like the My Little Pony and I'm like, you want to watch this? And she's like, yes. And so we we like wow. sat there and watched that and and she sat down like the damn near the entire movie. Like she kind of lost interest a little bit near the end, but I was actually able to like wrangle her in and be like, oh, it's almost over. So wow. she does she does really good. And That's then same awesome. with the the Paw Patrol movie. There were just commercials galore for that one. And so she's just like, eh, "Really?" Eh. Yeah, so like anytime we like it came on, like a commercial came on for it when we were watching like Blues Clues, she's just, "Eh, eh, eh." And I'm like, "You want to watch that?" And she's like, "Yeah." And so I'm like, "Okay, we'll turn on the puppy movie." <laughs> and so, yeah, I've seen that a couple times now. <laughs> 
Oh, I thought you meant like commercials kept coming on for during while you were watching Paw Patrol the movie. Oh no, it was like before. Oh okay. Oh, I was like, wait, I thought they didn't put commercials in movies. No, they don't. Um, it's it some bullshit. Yeah, it, it's usually like if we're watching Dora or if we're watching Blues Clues. Oh, it's just okay. like whatever commercial or thing plays before the movie actually or before the show starts. Ah, okay. Yeah, but she's very like she knows what she wants to watch, so hopefully something good comes out. <laughs> okay. Right. And I am very much leaning her towards like Marvel stuff. Like I'm a lot of the the Shocker. stuff that I'm trying to get her to watch is very centric towards older kids, like 6-7 age. Okay. Um like I tried getting her to watch uh, Superhero Squad, but that couldn't didn't keep her attention very well. Like the colors Darn. did. But once okay. it, once she realized it wasn't like very musical and it was like very like dialogue heavy, that like was like eh. so she lost interest. So I'm like, okay, like fair enough. I, I know I've got her with color. Like I just need something <laughs> with a bit more music. Um, so I'm trying like slowly doing like little episodes of the uh, Spider Man and his amazing friends on Disney Plus. Okay. And that's there actually going pretty well. Sweet. Hell yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> enough cuteness uh, with Iris. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. We can never have enough cuteness with Iris. Come on, everybody. Yeah, no joke. We could go on for like another 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just turn a whole episode in to just talk about how freaking adorable your daughter is. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. I would too. <laughs> I love talking about my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is not what we're here to talk about. We're here to break down Dune. So, yes. You want to get into that? Let's do it. Alrighty, for this week's headliner, we will be breaking down 2021's Dune. Part one. Part one. That was such kinda bullshit. Have, <laughs> you kind of have to add that now, considering they did announce that part two is going to be made yesterday. Or, sorry. Well, okay, so we're recording this on the 27th. They announced on the 26th that part two will be releasing next year. Yeah. Kind of like, okay, shocker. You knew this movie was going to do, like, decently well. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, budget was 165 box office total so far is 223 Yeah, not bad. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I think it will, it will do decently. Hopefully. I, I think it will, too. Like, if anything, like, people went to see it for the freaking all-star cast. Yeah, this has a pretty damn good cast. Yeah, I think there was a lot of big claims made about this movie. Um, which, I mean, I, we can discuss a little bit. There, I think one of the biggest ones was that we have found our generation's Star Wars. That was or, seriously a claim? 
that was a claim that th- this was the like the next generation Star Wars or the next generation's Lord of the Rings, and I'm like, mm, was it though? Mm. Yeah, I'm so, not getting spoiler to our breakdown, but oh, honey, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 get into that. We'll we will definitely get into that. Um, I so th- like the, they're talking about like the start of a franchise, like our mm. parents' generation, like their their startup was like. Um, was Star Wars like when that movie came out and they were like coming of age when Star Wars was coming out or was like brand new yeah and then as we like got older so like just like maybe the generation above us is like um was Lord of the Rings because that came out like early 2000s right yeah yeah, and so this is supposed to be that like third one, but I'm like, eh, like it's for us that's Harry Potter. That I was yeah, Harry Potter or actually I would say the MCU. Oh, that's that is absolutely true too. I'll give you that one. Yeah. But no, Harry Potter oh, well, is also a good one. I, eh. Well, I'm not okay, I the only reason that I'm not going to include the MCU in like in this whole thing is because the MCU is comic no not because it's still going because MCU is comic book based whereas okay, like right. Star Wars was more like a um like I know that it was kind of an an original story but it was very like had like a novelization to it I feel yeah, like that kind true. of vibe it wasn't like yeah. based off of something yeah, um, okay, and fair. then Lord Lord of the Rings, I have like a hard time including too, but that one was also based off of a novel. Yeah, well, novels. Yeah, novels. Um, and then this is kind of like, I think for us, like our Star Wars or Lord of the Rings was Harry Potter. Um. Yeah, so I think our generation had harry potter so i think that what they're trying to claim is that the new up-and-coming movie or the new up-and-coming novelization based movie is going to be dune and i think that was a very very tough claim to make i agree i mean i know um like uh, you could, cause you know, Dune's only getting two parts as well, as far as I know. Um, so, you know, uh, people could claim, oh, well, yeah, but, um, I don't know. That kind of like irritates me because them saying that because, you know, like Star Wars got three episodes, well, at least the original trilogy. And then, um, Lord of the Rings got three movies cause you know, three books, but then people would be like, yeah, cause you know, uh, you know they're they're short. They're only three stories. But then I would honestly, well, no, they would. I'm like really butchering this. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Um, they kind of throw in what Harry Potter's like seven, uh, seven actually eight movies. Um, so you can't really include Lord of the Rings and Star Wars because there's only three. But if you really think about it, The Hobbit connects to the Lord of the Rings, so that's six movies right there. 
you have Star Wars, which has been going on for nine nine episodes now. So Dune, like, really, where can you go after part two? Like, do they really plan on doing any spinoffs? I think it has that potential. It's just whether or not there's going to be any of that interest. I mean, I'm not a huge sci-fi kind of guy. Like, don't get me wrong. I like Star Wars. It's not my favorite. I am not a diehard Star Wars fan. I will fully admit that. I, I enjoy the movies quite a bit. I'm one of the few people that will actually defend The Force Awakens. It's still my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, But I am not the kind of person that will go see um the original trilogy when it's re-released in theaters i won't go and buy the new box set that has come out on 4k the new steelbook set that's like two hundred dollars spend almost a thousand dollars on like an actual real life lightsaber i'm not that dedicated of a star wars fan so thinking like sci-fi kind of thing this movie didn't like really and I, I mean we haven't even gotten to the story yet but maybe just because i'm not a huge sci-fi kind of guy um this movie didn't really grab my attention that much as it did probably with other people yeah i can agree with that um well before we like completely like tear this movie apart <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're not that mean no i don't think we are um, I definitely see your point. Like, I, I'm not necessarily the biggest Star Wars fan either. And so, like, purchasing all of this, um, this bonus like, stuff for Star Wars, yeah. it, like, it does seem very dumb because I think uh, one of the biggest things that I've taken whenever someone's talked about, like, investments or whatever, it's just like invest in what you like or what you believe in. Yeah. And that's just not something that you you care for as much as like others. Like you you can enjoy it when it's on, or like if you wanted to watch it, but it's not something that you're like drawn to. Exactly. Like this is how I this is, I feel is a good comparison. Bringing up the whole like lightsaber thing. Like I know you can build one at like Disneyland for like two hundred, but if you really want to get like a super good one, you're going to be upwards of paying like six hundred or more. I would rather spend that like on an actual like working proton pack. I would gladly spend between like six hundred and a thousand dollars to get like an actual like functioning proton pack. It's not gonna shoot the stream, of course, but it's going to be as film accurate as I can get it. And that bitch is gonna be heavy, but it's gonna be <laughs> badass. I would gladly spend that much money on that. But I would not spend that much money on a lightsaber. The only I'm a a big enough Star Wars fan. I would not put that type of money towards like and just any old lightsaber. Mm -hmm. But whatever technology they're using for the retractable lightsabers, that I would drop a a lot of money. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough, because dude, that's as screen accurate as you can get. Next thing, if they can get it to actually cut through shit, which we know that that would never be approved, then yeah. you're just perfect. Like, have you seen the freaking the lightsaber that they have at Disneyland now? I, yeah, whatever, because they freaking patented that shit. I whatever technology that they're using for that, I would pay up the ass 
I for... think they've said that it's going to be over $1,000. Maybe not that far up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> so Caleb has his limits on what can be shoved up his ass. Okay. Yeah. When, okay. Know. When I say like I pay up the ass, like that's like <laughs> my like the my top is like five hundred bucks. <laughs> Actually, I want to. I think they've announced the like actual like price. I want to see really quickly. Like, I would actually rather try my hand at building one of my own. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I think you could do it. Yeah, like I know that they publicly release their um, like the patent plans. I think so. I want to. S- I <laughs> I'll, I'll follow a YouTube tutorial or something, and then I'll like buy a three D printer if I have to. <laughs> Maybe they actually haven't like. Yeah, I'll bet you it's probably anyway. gonna be like eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, anyway, if you are new to our breakdown system, uh, we're usually a bit more structured than we have been currently. (laughs) Um, but we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final all bros letter grade. Uh, the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, Music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. And Rose looks like he's about to explode <laughs> because he found something really cool. And Not really cool. Just I think I just found the actual price for it. And like, dude, you're gonna have to like freaking like take out a like a second mortgage on your trailer. <laughs> what? How much is it? Uh, no, it's gonna run you about fourteen hundred. <laughs> Holy shit! Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I've gotten close to saying the F word before, or, or and I th- I feel like I got closer with that one. <laughs> oh, dude, I would have loved it if you said it for that. That would have been amazing. <laughs> but sorry, carry on. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is ridiculous. <laughs> 14 bloody hell yeah no thank you yeah same um anyway (laughs) before i have a freaking (sighs) coronary um yeah so that is our breakdown system and if you have not seen dune 2021 um, I'd, I'd say it's worth checking out. Yeah, I mean, um, everyone kept saying, oh, you gotta see it in the theater, you gotta see it on the bigger screen possible. Mm, no, you don't. I, <laughs> yeah, you really don't. I mean, am I happy, am I glad that I saw it in theaters? Sure. Except for the one person that, you know what, I'm gonna bring up later, um, that kind of ruined <laughs> the movie theater experience for me, but I'll bring that up later. Um, but don't like, get that shit I, in VR. That's true. Caleb does have a very good point. I will, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, like, I'm. Am I like sad that I didn't like see this in XD, like the Cinemark version of IMAX? No. But I think it kind of goes along the 
line of how I said I'm not that huge of a sci-fi fan, so like I don't need to see these ships as big as they possibly can be on a big screen. That is absolutely fair. Like I probably like if I if I absolutely needed to see a movie in theaters, I would seriously just go the route of the the headset. No, see that that's fair. Um and honestly, actually I think you have an advantage with seeing it at home because did you have the subtitles turned on? Um Yes, we did. Okay. Cause yeah, there were some lines that I really wish I could have like rewound and been like, wait, what the hell did you just say? You freaking like slurred your words there, buddy. Yeah, I actually did not think about all the crazy uh words. So I'm I'm gonna pull up the <laughs> the Dune dictionary. <laughs> there re- wait, are you serious? There really is a Dune dictionary? No, I'm just I'm looking oh. up the uh. Damn, that'd be actually really funny. Yeah, right. I think that just shows how gullible I am. <laughs> that I a actually thought there was a Dune dictionary. <laughs> oh, jeez Louise, Jonathan. Anyway. So yeah, Rose is about to spoil the entire freaking movie for you guys. Um, So, everyone, get ready for Reading with Rose. Especially with two E's this time. Because I feel I'm going to butcher some of this shit. Oh yeah, there's a lot of uh, alien names. So, yeah, <laughs> fun. I'm going to try. All right. And, wow, 10,191. <laughs> Duke Leto of House Atreides, ruler of the ocean planet Caledon, is assigned by the Padisha Emperor Shaddam Corino to replace House Harokin as chief rulers of Ar- Arrakis. Arrakis is a harsh desert planet and the only source of spice, a priceless substance that extends human vitality and is critical for interstellar travel. In reality, Shaddam intends to have House Harakin uh, stage a, co- a coup to retake the planet with aid of the Emperor's Sardakar troops, uh, eradicating House Atreides, whose influence threatens Shaddam's control. Control. Leto is, or Leto. I don't know if it's Leto or Leto. Whatever. I think is it's apprehensive. Leto. It's Leto. Okay. Uh, Leto is apprehensive, but sees potential to uh, to ally with Arrakis native population, the Fremen, as the first step towards increasing the Atreides standing in the lands. Right. You know what? Honestly, I thought it, I was going to understand the story, at least the beginning, a lot more after I read it on Wikipedia than what I understood watching it this isn't helping at all <laughs> yeah. damn it we'll um, we'll get into that uh leto's come come this is like the worst i think i've ever done lady jessica is an alkalite of the bean just an exclusive sisterhood wielding advanced physical and mental abilities Although Jessica was instructed by the Bean Jesserit to bury daughter, whose son would become the Messiniac Kuisat Sadarak, out of love for Leto, she instead bore 
instead bore a son, Paul. Throughout his life, Paul is trained by Leto's aides, Duncan Idaho, Gurney Halleck, and the and the Mentet Thufer Hawat, while Jessica trains Paul in being Jesuit disciplines. Uh, Paul confides in Jessica and Duncan that he is troubled by visions of the future. Due to his developing pre- presence, uh, the Reverend... Prescience. Prescience. Oh, yeah, sorry. Are you looking at the Wikipedia, too? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I, I had it pulled up because I'm going to like refer back to a lot of these. Uh, okay. Um, and I need the names pulled up. <laughs> due to his develop, developing prescience, the Reverend Mother G- Gaius Helen Mohiam comes to Caledon and subjects Paul to a deadly test to assess his impulse control, which he passes. Later, Mohiam instructs House Patriarch Baron Vladimir Harkonnen uh, to spare Paul and Jessica during his coup, which he dupli... Do you know that word? Duplicitously? Duplicitously agrees to... (laughs) Uh, Stilgar and meets plaintologist and, and imperial judge Dr. Leet Kynes. Kynes informs Leto, Paul, and Halleck of the dangers of spice harvesting, including giant sandworms who travel under the desert. During a fight, they spot a sandworm approaching an active spice harvester with a stranded crew. The crew is rescued before the sandworm swallows it. Paul's exposure to the spice-laden air causes intense premonitions. After an attempt on Paul's life by a Harkonnen agent, Leto's places Leto places his soldiers on high alert. Uh, Suck Doctor Wellington Yo disables Arakin's protective shields and allows Harkonnen and Sardukur troops to overwhelm the uh, the Atreides forces. Yua in incapacitates Leto and tells him he made a deal to deliver him to the Baron in exchange for his captured wife. Yua replaces one of Leto's teeth with a poison gas capsule and is killed after delivering the Duke. Leto releases the poison gas, killing members of the Baron's corps and himself, but the Baron survives. Idaho Idaho escapes and steals an ornip ornithopter but paul and jessica are captured harkonnens take them to into the desert to die but they overpower them using the voice finding a survival kit left for them by yua paul and jessica spend the night in a tent paul experiences visions of a holy war spreading across the universe under his name the baron hands over command of arrakis to his brutish nephew raban and orders him to sell spice reserves and restart production to remunerate the cost of the coop. Paul and Jessica are found by Idaho and Kynes and head to an old research station but are quickly trapped down by Sardukar. Duncan and various Fremen sacrifice themselves to allow Jessica, Paul, and Kynes to escape the facility. Kynes, ambushed by Sadarka troops, lures a sandworm that devours them along with her. Paul and Jessica reach the deep desert and meet with Freeman, along, among them Stilgar and Chani, the girl in Paul's visions. Freeman, Freeman member 
uh, Jimis protests their admission and is killed by Paul in a ritual duel to the death. Against Jessica's wishes, Paul joins the Freeman with the intention to bring peace to Arrakis. Wow. Okay. That was a that was a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Well done. Well, I don't well, know if I would have been able to do it any better. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was the uh, the basic story of of Dune. Yeah. Um. So. I heard from my sister-in-law, uh, her boyfriend read the books. Okay. And he said that there is a lot of stuff missing from the first book in this. He says that they actually barely address the first book at all. How many books are there? Um, that is a good question. I do not know. Cause I actually thought there was just one book. Holy shit! There's a ton of them. Oh, okay. Okay. There is. There's Dune. There is Dune Messiah. Children of Dune. God Emperor of Dune. Heretics of Dune and Chapter House. Dune. Damn. Yeah, so there's that's six a lot books. of Dune. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of Dune. Yeah, and then they have like Okay, this is actually this has the this very much has the potential to be um the next Star Wars or like a, a next franchise. It has yeah. the potential. It has the potential. Whether or not the interest is there is is going to be up to how they conclude this story. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Kudos to anyone listening that like really loved this movie, like is really into the story. Um, like kudos yeah. to you because I appreciate the hell out of you, but I just couldn't do it. Yeah, but my um, so yeah, her my sister in law's boyfriend said that they barely addressed the first book, and if you haven't read the books. Or seen the original movie, it might be confusing. Yeah, I was confused as fuck. Yeah, so this doesn't tie in to the the original movie at all, from what I understand. Okay. So it's actually so he said you might want to watch the if you're not going to read the books, watch the first or like the original Dune. To kind of get a feel for the stuff that they're leaving out. Okay. So, I mean, I think that they did, like, going in completely blind, not knowing anything. I mean, I wasn't, like, particularly confused. It was just really trying to keep up with all the names. And, like, who I everyone think, yeah, was. Yeah, I think that's what threw me off. And, like, the different types of, like, species of these people. Um... Well, not species, I, more groups um, of these people. That definitely um, kept th- throwing me through a loop. Yeah, so we ended up giving the, the story a 74.5. Okay. That, yeah, that, that, that sounds fair. Yeah, which it, it it's not bad. It's just, it you can tell that they weren't following the source material very well. 
I assume. Like, I haven't read the books, but it just felt like there was just a lot of information that we just had to know or conclude on our own. Yeah, and um, I don't because I didn't. I had never seen any of the trailers for this movie. Um, I'd seen nothing. So literally, <laughs> the only thing that I'd seen of this movie was the trailer, not the trailer, the poster. That was literally the only thing I'd seen of this movie. Um, so yeah, literally, like they start like spewing out, the, out all these different names. I'm just like, <clears throat> no, in my mind, you're Josh Brolin, you're Timothy, Sh- uh, Sh- you're Tim. What the hell is his name? Timothy Chalamet. Sh- Chalamet, thank you. Um, you're Jason Momoa. You're Oscar Isaac. Like, <laughs> I couldn't remember these damn names. Yeah, it it got it got difficult to follow after yeah. a while. I mean, I guess Timothy Chalamet's uh, name isn't that hard to remember, considering it's just freaking Paul. Yeah. So, from what I was able to gather, like after. I was probably like three quarters of the way through the movie and it was probably while they were explaining it. I'm like, okay, so what ended up happening was the Atreides family was sent to Arrakis to basically take over where the Harkonnens were originally and the Harkonnens were in charge and of the production of the spice. Okay. Which does kind of make me give me some Star Wars vibes because that's what they call drugs. <laughs> in Star Wars they call it spice. Yeah, you're n- yeah, fair enough. Um but anyway, that's like total sidetrack. <laughs> um so Apparently, they, the Atreides family had had enough influence that threatened the the emperor, and so okay. the emperor decided to send them to Arrakis because it, like, that's where it kind of gets confusing because it's like he was maybe pulling them away from like where they reside like away from like people that would stand by them in battle yeah um or basically trying to like give them a fresh start so they have to kind of like rebuild their their influence on a planet like that and then the Harkonnens kind of came and like butchered them at least that's what i gathered and it's like i mean dude confusing. like you you're bet you're that sounds like a really good guess to me and your guess is as good as mine it's, it's kind of a convoluted mine. plan but like i think it was just like maybe arrakis wasn't was an easy place to command them to go because he knew that it would be easier to take them down from when the like on Arrakis because they have all this equipment that doesn't work. They have all of these resources that are very like easily, not easily. That's not even a word that are so easily like, um, tampered with. No. Yeah. 
and all of this other shit. Um, but I think the one thing that kind of threw me for a loop was the um, the Doctor Yue <laughs> kind of betraying the family. Yeah, dude, that just like freaking came out of nowhere. Like honestly, when he got shot in the back with the dart, the Oscar Isaac's character. Sorry, I don't remember his name. What's his name again? Uh, Leto. Leto. Um, when he got shot in the back with a dart, I, you know, I half expected it to be one of the members of the people that were attacking. But no, it was this is freaking doctor. I'm like, I honestly like only remember um him like from like one or two scenes before, and like I barely remembered him. So when he like it turned out as him, I'm like, wait, who the hell is that? Yeah, it it kind of throws you for a loop there because you're just like, what the sh- what the hell? He's and just then, like, oh, like, I feel so bad for betraying you, dude. I don't even freaking know you. Yeah, like I like I understood that that the Duke uh, like knew who he was and everything, yeah. and so how that could have come as a shock, but it seemed like he knew that the heart. Harokin or Harkonnens were not a trustworthy people, so it kind of, like at least that's the vibe that came out. Where like when the uh, when he went to go meet the Baron, and or when he was dragged to meet the Baron, and the Baron's just like, "Oh, what was I? What was promised to you?" And he's like, "You promised that you would." free my free my wife and he's just like oh i remember that deal like i do believe that the deal was that you could be with her and then i'm like dude so she's dead yeah like no shit (laughs) (laughs) oh you mean these crazy people that are known for being like absolutely horrible like went back on your deal shocker yeah so that was one of those like big things that I'm like, eh, whatever. And I think another thing that kind of messed with with the story, like not only the shittiness of, but not only like the shittiness of how these people were able to infiltrate, like the the Duke's home. I think it also kind of sucked how it was so difficult to follow timelines. Yes. Absolutely. Like, like here's the, the biggest one that I was just like, wait, what? So Paul goes to Duncan, Idaho to discuss his... He wants to go to Arrakis with Duncan. Mm-hmm. And Duncan says, like, no, you come with your family like, it's safer for you, blah, 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 blah. Like, we'll only be gone a few weeks. And so, they, and then it's, like, immediately they they go into, like, a scene where he, where Paul and, like, the House Atreides are on this, this ship going to Arrakis, coming out. And apparently, Duncan has been living with the, the the Fremen for like months, or not mo- like weeks. Yeah, and I'm like the fuh. <laughs> yeah, when did that? When did he take off? Yeah, I don't think they showed it. 
No. Like, I he don't... just talked about, like, oh, I'm going to be going. And then I'm like, oh, so did they go first and not Duncan? Yeah. It's really, really not that well explained. Not even a little bit. Um, another thing that wasn't really well explained until you freaking read it. I thought Lady Jessica was the Duke's wife. That's what I thought, too. Because then, like, isn't there, like, one part where he says, I shouldn't have married you or some shit like that? That's what I thought. But then, like, you read, like, his concubine. Yeah, what the hell does that mean? I'm I'm Googling that right now. Uh, concubine, a woman who lives with a man but has a lower status than his wife or wives. Maybe he says, I should have married you instead of I shouldn't married you. Probably. That's what... If that's the case, they, they got it wrong in the subtitles, too. <laughs> oh, oh, so they said I should. He So in the subtitles, they say I shouldn't have married you. Yeah, which I thought was, like, really weird, because then they were, like, being sweet to each other after. I'm like, that's an odd thing to say to your wife. (laughs) Let's have sex first. Yeah, right? Just confusing. Um, I'm trying to think of some, like, other shit. Um, Okay, the Fremen's obsession with, with Paul... Uh, thinking that he was basically their equivalent of the Messiah, the Kwisatz Haderach. I don't know how the hell they pronounce it. Like, it's super weird. But anyway, (laughs) they think that he is some sort of Messiah, and they have all these signs that are... um, supposed to guide him or that are all these like these um yeah basically all these signs that say um um so they have all these signs or like these this this prophecy of what their what the messiah should be who or who he is what he can do and all this other shit but all the the signs are very like vague yeah like one of them was uh they have these these suits that they put on that like that recycle the um the water in their body um and so it's like that is a cool idea it is a super cool idea just so they can survive in the in the in the harsh landscape of Arrakis, yeah, for for longer without losing um, bodily fluids. Um, but I like. Oh shit! What was I just saying? <laughs> I got uh, I I got oh, I got caught up on the suits. <laughs> um. Oh gosh! Damn it. Oh, sorry. Like his his uh his role as like the the Messiah. Uh, that's what it was. He, it was like these weird things. Like one of the the doctors that was, um, the 
the judge of the change. Her name was Dr. Liette Kynes. She was a Fremen. And she was adjusting the Duke's suit. And she was fixing uh, Duncan's suit. And also fixing um, Gurney Halleck's suit. Like, just doing those those adjustments. And then she goes over to Paul. And Paul's suit is, like, perfect. And she's just like, oh, have you ever worn one of these suits before? And he's just like, no. Like, this is my first time. And then she, like whisper something in her language like oh he shall know your ways um or he without ever being a part of you and i'm just like that's something you can easily research (laughs) yeah (laughs) which i thought that's how he understood like i didn't think he like i think thought it was so weird that he's just like oh it just felt right i'm like okay i never got the vibe that he just got these feelings of how people do shit like, I yeah, thought it was something that I. he learned with those, like, hologram, like, lessons. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I thought as well. So, it's just, like, a lot of stuff like that, where it's just, like, enough to pull you out. Like, wait, how does that, or, wait, why does this happen? Why does that happen? Like, who's this? Who's that? And I think without subtitles, I would have been completely lost. Been like, who the hell are the uh the Harkonnens. <laughs> yeah, dude, I need to go back and rewatch this movie with subtitles because I feel that might help me out a little bit. Yeah, it it definitely helps out. <laughs> um yeah. And also I like I also had a really big issue with like knowing what the hell the Bene Gesserits did. They were basically like the like a coven, it it felt like I like I I didn't oh, know yeah. what the hell they were. Like, are, were they witches? Were they like it's like this weird sisterhood of people who wielded advanced physical and mental abilities? But what physical abilities did they have? Like the only thing that I saw them do is they had the power to like command people with what they called the voice. You know what I remember the most from that scene is that is the first scene that like I caught myself freaking dozing off. <laughs> um, maybe it was just because I was like super tired, but like there were a couple parts in this movie that I was falling asleep. So, I feel I bad. Feel like... I feel so bad when I do that in a movie. I wouldn't. Like, <laughs> it, it sucks. Like. They 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 basically opened up the movie with him use or trying to use the voice on his mother without like explaining what the hell it is. Yeah, she's just like tell me to. Or you know, was like really freaking weird. I think you probably think the same way. She's just like command me, command me to give you the water. I'm like the fuck. Yeah, I'm like (laughs) um. Like, what did this movie just turn into? Dude, straight up. And I'm just, like, is this going to turn into, like, a yes, daddy situation? (laughs) Because I'm not comfortable with that. (laughs) Neither was I. Um, But, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was freaking weird. Super weird. And... 
they kept doing that. Like, I felt like there was a scene where they, like, were in these, uh, this thopter, which I have thoughts about the thopter, but I'm not going to talk about that until we get into effects, because, <laughs> um, no, so they go down to, or, like, they do this crash landing in this thopter when they're trying to escape, um, uh, what are those bastards called? The Sardaukars and the yeah, Harkonnens, so. like they were escaping them. They took this this thopter away, and then they crash landed, and then they like ran off to go change into their suits. Um, yeah, like whatever the those suits are called, changed into those. Um, like in like off this rock or something, and I think what threw me off about it, like kind of gave me some like uncomfy vibes, <laughs> was the way that like t- Paul was taking his shirt off, and then his mother was giving him like a w- weird look. And yeah, I'm just like, that... okay, this got weird. <laughs> and she, like, yeah, she, very it's like right before she takes off her shirt. And I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah. what the hell is this movie? <laughs> Dude, straight up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just that the pacing was, was off. I think a lot of the action sequences were pretty cool. Like, those, like, kept my attention. Oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I agree with that. Um, what failed was whenever they got really heavy into the dialogue and the the dynamics between these houses, like, any of the political shit, like, lost me really hard. Yeah. Yeah, same here. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a, a tough time keeping up with this movie (laughs) Um, but 74.5 I don't think that's too bad no Uh, moving on over to writing we're sitting at a 75.5 okay so just slightly higher than the story I mean the writing really didn't help that much I was still confused as hell yeah, very, very much so. Um, I think that I would have been a little bit less confused had they followed in Star Wars's footsteps and given us a little bit of a of a crawl. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, what I would I would have actually loved that. I wouldn't have been mad. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been like, "Oh, you're copying Star Wars." No, I would have actually been very happy. Yeah, give us a little bit more of a of an exposition dump than whatever the hell you gave us. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Ugh. Like, and it doesn't even have to be a crawl, just like a little, like, couple paragraphs before, like, on just a black screen in white font. Just get Oscar Isaac to on. narrate it. Like, oh, I would so down for that. Yeah, it was just so... It, it was just lacking. And... I will say this, I feel like the the dialogue where people were interacting with each other, I thought that was like was pretty compelling. 
Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I feel I especially felt that way, um, honestly, at, at the end of the third act, uh, when he does find that or him and his mom find that uh, other group of people that uh, Zendaya is a part of. Yes, yeah, sorry. I don't remember these names. So I'm just going to say Zendaya. Um, Fair. The um, the dialogue between him and uh, Javier Bardem is really, really good. Very compelling. Um yeah, it was like the political shit. Like anytime that the, like interactions so like between um Paul and his mom, like I thought like that was pretty good for the most part. Yeah. The interactions with the Fremen were pretty decent. It's just anytime they got into like a political talk. Like the discussion that the Baron had with Dr. Yue and uh the the Duke it, like that stuff just seemed to drag on forever, and it's just like, okay, just freaking wrap it up, people. Yeah, d- dude. Seriously though, ugh. It was just, eh. And then, like, I feel like there were so many things that they didn't write about. Like, what the hell is happening to the Baron? Like, why can't he float like he's a freaking fat ass Slender Man? <laughs> straight up man that was so freaking weird like kind of reminded me of the uh, the guardians from green lantern oh that yeah that's a great example like it's so odd just like ew it um it showed his back and like like the cracking and like this is disgusting (laughs) Have you seen? I think it was Men in Black too. Um, the one alien that's like really after Jay. He has like red hair. Yes. Yeah. Like, isn't he like kind of like pretty tall, and he wears like that kind of like same outfit? Yep, a little that's bit. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, that's something I could have done. Like, I needed a little bit more writing on. Like, what the yeah. hell is happening to this this person? Oh man. Um Oh shit, I forget what his name is. Um one second. Okay. I originally thought that the Baron was played by Nick Nolte. I can understand why you thought that. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. It was just a extremely prosthetic um, Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> really? That was him? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, it took me so long. Like, I was, like, halfway through the movie, and I leaned over to Braille, and I'm like, oh, that's, uh, that's freaking Selvig <laughs> from, from Thor. I never, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. Shit. Like, I think that's just how like unintriguing the the writing was with this at times, where I'm just like, who is that? Like, usually, like if the writing is like super compelling, like if it keeps me engaged in the moment, I don't have those thoughts. Like, I don't have those like, oh, who's that? Who's that? Who's playing that? Like, I don't get those feelings but that with this i was just like constantly like anytime the baron was on screen i was trying to figure out who the hell he was yeah no i get you 
Yeah, I felt the same way. So, it kind of, like, honestly, a little let down. <laughs> I was expecting, like, because this was based off of a novel, I was expecting a little bit more. No, yeah, I, I can definitely agree with you on that. I mean, even though I've never read any of the books, um, on yeah, I, I can definitely agree with you. Yeah, so I think overall, I think it was slightly better than the story, but I think it's seventy much. Like just, it's yeah, it's like one percent. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's fair. Uh, moving on over to acting. Um, I think we had a pretty decent cast. We had Timothy Chalamet, who played Paul Atreides, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, who played Lady Jessica, or Paul's mother, Oscar Isaac, who played Duke Leto Atreides, Josh Brolin, who played Gurney Halleck, Stellan Skarsgård, who played Vladimir Harkonnen, um, and then I'll include Jason Momoa, who played Duncan Idaho. Hell yeah. Everyone else was just kind of a, a side character, which sucks because they were pushing. I thought Zendaya was going to be a bigger part of this movie. I actually, um, I guys don't get like so freaking hyped because I'm like barely in the movie. She actually came out and said it. <laughs> Damn. That's. I mean, she wasn't wrong. Yeah, she wasn't. That's funny though. So hopefully she has a bigger part to play in part two. I would hope so. But yeah, this um she was definitely a side character for this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Considering she doesn't even get to actually talk until the third act. Yeah. So it it was kinda hard to put her in the um the acting category at all. Which honestly for me bumped up the acting. <laughs> the, yeah, you really don't like Zendaya. I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't know what it is about her, man. I'm I'm I I'm to okay, I'm to I'm totally joking. She she did fine. Like this was actually one movie where I could actually stand her. It's probably so, because it she fine. barely talked, wasn't it? Actually, no. Like, I actually oh. when it, when it got to the the end, and yeah. she actually started like talking a little bit more. I I think that was some of her better acting. Okay, I I would agree. Awesome. Okay. Like I was expecting to see more, and that's just because the story. Like this is something kind of going back to story real quick that we didn't really address this movie. Even though it does feel very, very long in the worst way, <laughs> yeah, it does end very abruptly. Yes, like it relies too heavily on it being a however many parts I it's going to be. Two parts. I mean, I'll give him this: it does not end as abruptly as Halloween Kills. Um, because you do like uh, the way that they Fair. end it is is them, you know, like just walking out to wherever they're heading to. Whereas, um, and it's actually a cool shot. Whereas, you know, we all know how Halloween Kills ended, but yeah, it's it's a it's a lot less abrupt than that film. 
Yeah. So I think that's definitely something that we'll get into with like well with character development, but I think that's definitely something that may have affected some of the performances. Well, that's fair. Just because they f- did feel very incomplete. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, I get what you're saying here. Um, but yeah, so we ended up giving acting an 84. It's not bad. Yeah, definitely not bad. Um, I thought Timothy Chalamet was, was good. His performance did seem very dry at times. It did. Um, I mean, I the only other movie I've seen him in is isn't he in Little Women? Uh, yes. Okay, that's as far as I know. That is the only other um film that I've seen him in, and it definitely seems like he got to show his his acting skills a little more in that movie, even though he's definitely a side character in that movie. Whereas this one, he's in the center. He's the main character. Um. So he he really doesn't get to show off his like huge acting chops until the third act, and I mean that, that's where you know he actually really does come down. He does, um. So I I really hope that he continues to be able to show his acting chops more so in part two because he is a very good actor and he was cho- I think I think he was a great choice to play the title character, um. It's just the way that the dialogue was written for him in the beginning just doesn't give him the chance to show what he's truly got. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, I think Rebecca Ferguson, who played his mother, did a really good job. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that. Oscar Isaac just freaking knocked it out of the freaking park like he always does. Oh, yeah. Um, Josh Brolin, I feel like I've seen better from him. It, 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 his character felt very plain. It did. Question about him: Did he die? I never saw him die. I didn't either. I'm going to assume yes. <laughs> okay. Because yeah, all of a sudden, like when he, like he went charging into battle with the his uh, men, and then all of a sudden that was it. I'm like, okay, did he die? Like I'm going to assume, but we never saw a body, or it was never implied. So what the hell? Yeah, that is true. With movies like this, like especially science fiction movies, if you don't see a body, they're not dead. So I'm yep. going to assume that he is not dead, and that's just because you brought that up. <laughs> Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, then let's see. Jason Momoa, I thought he actually played a really interesting character. He did. I mean, honestly, it's it's hard for me to hate Jason Momoa in any role that he's in just because he's such a likable guy. And um, I really liked what he did in this movie. Um, like, honestly, this felt way different um, from his uh, portrayal of... Um, um Aquaman. Um so I really appreciated that. I think he did a really good job. Yeah, I think he plays like I think like it's so hard like to get him in the middle. Like with Aquaman, he plays like slightly goofy but has some serious moments. And other things that I've seen him in, he is nothing but serious. Yeah. With this, he he played like 
kind of like right in the middle. Like he wasn't too serious, but he didn't like he wasn't like a complete and utter goof. Yeah, exactly. Which I I really appreciate. Like he it he it felt like someone who took their their position in the like the house of Atreides very seriously, but was still able to have like fun with it. Yeah. I loved him and uh Paul's relationship. Timothy Timothy Shamalay. Sha- Sh- is it Shamalay? Chalamet. Sh- Chalamet. I don't know how I keep screwing this up. Timothy Chalamet. And um Oh my gosh. Jason Momoa's um uh chemistry. Uh in the little in like the couple scenes that they're uh together. I freaking loved it. Yeah. Like I did too. Like is so good. So so good. Um top three actors from this. Um number one, Oscar Isaac. Uh two uh two I'll give to Timothy Chalamet and then uh three Jason Momoa. I'm actually a little bit different than you. Right. Um, I'm actually top spot. I'm giving to Jason. Like I, he he just like captured my attention every time he was on screen. <laughs> Good. Um, I thought his performance as Duncan was very well done. Um, next I was actually give it to Oscar Isaac. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So okay. Um, I thought his performance as the Duke was just enthralling. Um, I thought all of his speeches were really like just empowering. Um, I was a bit bummed out when he died, though. I was too. Like, it sucks that he won't be in part two. Yeah, it was just another one of those things that I'm just like, you you killed him off too soon, and it was another like a very abrupt. End. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I thought he was good. And then number three, I'd give to Timothy Chalamet. Okay. Like, I think he did really good. I think he definitely needs to work on his dryness. But overall, I think he did a uh, a pretty good job. Um. So. Like I said, overall, we gave acting an 84. Not bad. Yeah, definitely not bad. It was it was above average acting, but yeah. nothing too grand. It's definitely not these actors' best, but it's not their worst. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Next up, we got character development. Uh, we ended up giving this a 77. And I based this off of Paul. Same here. And it, the re I I'll say this. I think the reason that it was so low was because they relied so heavily on this being a two part. Yes, absolutely agree. Like it's almost like we got half of his arc. Like he starts off as someone that's like 
slowly learning different skills like he doesn't quite know how to use the voice yet he doesn't quite know his role as the one which i thought him overhearing that was like total bullshit yeah um definitely with that but it, it really didn't change anything for him so it was just like yeah whatever like didn't didn't Really Honestly, and then as it went on, he oh, it seemed like he was just following like it's it felt like things were happening to him and he was reacting to them instead of him making things happen. Like even yeah. after his father died, like I kind of expected him to take the reins, but it was just like like understanding that like I don't know. I just the way that they pulled it off, it just wasn't the greatest arc. No, it wasn't. Because honestly, like, I feel like I really didn't start giving a shit about his character. And like, honestly, I really don't fully still give a shit about his character. Um, <laughs> until like, honestly, and I was probably effed up to say when he like screamed at his mother in the in the freaking tent. That's where I'm just like, okay, the shit man, you need to calm down. But maybe you're actually starting to have some character here. And then it just started to kind of grow a little more, especially when he met up with um, Zendaya and her clan. That's what I'm going to call him. <laughs> yeah. Um, or should I say Javier Bardem and his clan? I think it's such like a conflict because it seems like the the sisterhood that are trying to like control him or basically calling him the one are trying to get him to like repress and keep his emotions down while mm. the Fremen are very much like trying to pull him towards like the side of spirituality and emotion. Yeah. And like, I think that's what the spice was unlocking too, was unlocking his emotion. And so maybe trying to deal with that is a little bit interesting. But they just didn't explore that too much. Yeah, they, yeah, they really don't. Like, he didn't start l learning the... Or not the voice. But like, he knew how to use the voice. He just didn't know how to use it very well. Um, Like, using... He was able to, like, master things a little bit better because he was accessing his emotions. Like, yeah. when he was kidnapped by some of the uh the harkonnens they were talking about basically like assaulting his mother and so that got him like all worked up and got him to access this power of the voice just like enough to get his like his mother free which i really appreciated that it took him a couple times to to get it yeah um like, it took him a couple times to get it down. He was able to just be able to free his his mother. And then his mother freaking took it from there and, like, freaking wrecked the dudes. Um, but I think what I appreciated most about that is that he doesn't use the voice very often. Or, like, for the rest. Like, just showing that it's like, oh, I've done it once. Now I've, like, fully mastered it. Like, I love that he still doesn't quite have it down. Yeah, no, I appreciated that as well. So I thought that was, like, was fairly interesting, but 
not a whole ton. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a very bland character, other than when he was sharing his emotions. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you. Yeah, so... I think character development at a 77 is pretty decent. Yeah, I, I would agree. Alright, next up we got effects. What did you think about this? Super, super solid. Um, I'm trying to remember like the one CGI thing that I had a problem with. And now, because I'm like I've put myself on the spot, I can't remember it because of course. But minus that, the effects in this movie are like freaking amazing. Um, from the uh, like the landscapes, um, uh, like the ship design, the car, uh, just yeah, ah, oh, so good, so good. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Like. Even the thing that I feel was like the most heavily CGI'd was the the sandworms, and even those looked incredible. Yes! Oh my dude, when they opened their mouths, I'm like, oh my god, that's freaking terrifying, but I love it. Yeah, dude, I was even blown away when they um, when they zoomed in on that dude riding the sandworm. Yeah, that looks super good. Like that just like blew me away. So I I actually went really high. Like I think this is like the biggest gap that we had. Um, I went with a ninety-two, and you were down like in an eighty-five. So we're at like an eighty-eight point five. Okay. See, which I can I think completely is, understand why you gave it a ninety-two. Yeah, I thought like I watched it on my smaller TV, unfortunately. Oh damn! But even then, I was blown away at the the effects. Yeah, like I thought it's... they were so good. And usually on smaller screens, it's it's harder to get away with like those crazy effects. Like I at least I feel like I think I'm able oh, to I pick stuff out a lot easier on my like my phone or on that small TV than I am with like the bigger TV or if I go into theaters. That's fair. That is absolutely fair. Yeah, so I think they just knocked it out of the park. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think of any other scenes in particular. Um, I think there was a lot of subtlety with some of their effects, too. Um, like, I really liked how when they were flying over the desert, there were, like, patches of the of red where it was, like, yes. you could see the spice. <laughs> Yes, I, yeah, I really, I appreciated that as well. Yeah, it wasn't something that, like, was in your face. It was just, like, a subtle detail in the back, but such, such an effective effect. Yeah, I love that kind of shit. Yeah, same here. So, I think an 88.5 is, is definitely more than, more than fair for these effects. Absolutely. Uh, moving on over to music, uh, we are sitting at a seven, which I, uh, this is one I like disagree with you hard on. Really? Oh. Yeah. I thought the soundtrack for this, and it wasn't like a crazy, like an 80s soundtrack. Like it wasn't like that, but I thought the music was just like 
on point with like keep like uplifting the epic moments and then like downplaying the the more uh solemn moments i guess i don't know for some reason it just didn't do that much for me i don't know why um but yeah just i mean it's a good soundtrack don't get me wrong like i i definitely agree with you like it, it did a very good job of hyping up the moments that it needed to or make serious what moments that it needed to um but yeah um i i don't know just it wasn't like my favorite soundtrack um i'm not trying to compare them but you know like the halloween kills soundtrack definitely um got me a lot more like hyped when it needed to be serious like uh you know like anytime michael myers appeared or some shit like that um but yeah like i promise like i still think it's a great soundtrack it just wasn't it didn't impress me as much as you right um i mean i i can understand that like it definitely wasn't like any like a john williams score or anything yeah like i i i i probably couldn't hum the tunes to any of the scores like i don't think it has like a, a memorable score like that yeah. so i can i can see why you're why you're at seven and this is definitely why we round down because yeah um did you give it a nine no i gave it an eight. Oh, okay all right so i was just like one one point higher all right um but i thought it was it was good overall but i can definitely see why why you gave it a seven just like it didn't have one of those things that just, or one of those scores, or one of those songs, or whatever that just kind of like s- stood out. Yeah, exactly. So, I uh, yeah, I can I can I can live with the seven. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, all right. Next up, we got costumes, and this one we were actually unanimous on. Uh, we gave we both gave it a nine rightfully so uh whoever did the costume design for this movie fan wow screen phenomenal um the freaking costumes that they wear when it's like the ones that like w- regulates like uh bodily fluids isn't that isn't that what it does yeah it like takes the yeah. sweat like i hope runs it through some sort of filter <laughs> Yeah, we can we can only hope. Um, even though like all those were just like simple simple black, it still looks so badass. And like them adding like kind of like a scarf effect to like kind of have like a cover up and it turned into a hood as well. It looks so freaking cool. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, it like it almost it it like the suit very much had like a superhero vibe to it. Um, absolutely. Like or a super suit vibe, but I feel they played it off in in a way that it wasn't like you couldn't survive with just the suit. I felt like you needed something over it. Like they always like had a hood, they had like a scarf or like a robe or something. They always had like it was almost like Under Armour. Yes, That's which a I way to put it. I loved that. And I know that this could be thrown into effects, too. And really, it only came out, like, one time. 
I feel, was when the doctor got, oh, what was her name? Dr. Kynes, when she was, like, trying to call the sandworm, and you, you saw that she was going to, like, freaking hogtie it and ride it somewhere. Um, I love that, like, when she, when one of those guys attacked her from the back and stabbed through her, I thought her blood was white. And then uh, Brielle was actually the one pointing out, no, that was her water. And I'm like, oh, I did not. Damn, Brielle's got some good eyes. Yeah, she's I didn't even catch eyes. that. Yeah, and so I thought that was so cool. I'm like, that is just such a neat effect. Absolutely. And it just brings up like a lot of like interesting questions about like the the fluids and and everything like do like when they had the uh when Paul had to fight that that Fremen uh in that in that f- battle Brielle was at like brought up some really good questions like oh do do they take his water? Do they like recycle his water? Like, what do they do with all that? And I'm like, that's a great freaking question. That is, yeah. And it's just, oh, I think it was so good, so <laughs> freaking good. Like those suits looked freaking badass. I thought the um the white suit that Duncan was wearing, like those suits were freaking sweet. Oh yeah, those yeah those look bitching as well. Like, I thought everyone looked good. The only one that I honestly didn't care for <laughs> was um was the Baron. Like, the Baron was the only one that I'm like, yeah, you're gross looking. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, which, I mean, I gave bonus points for, because if you can make me feel that, that's a freaking awesome costume. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so, um, like I said, costumes were sitting at a nine. Not bad. All right, then last up, we got our own personal grade. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Um, I'll take this one first. Okay. Um, overall, it is not an unwatchable movie, despite how many problems there are with it, or that we had with it. There are going to be things that are going to pull you out of the the moments. And I think that there, like, if you think about it too hard, it's, there's plot holes, there's, there's everything. Like, every issue that you can think of, you're probably going to find in this movie. But it is very interesting, and I do think that this does have the potential to be the next great film, like, novel, film-based, novel-based films. (laughs) I don't know why that was so hard for me to figure out. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I think it does have that potential. And I think, like, the biggest issue with this one, it was just they relied really, really heavily on there being two parts. And mm-hmm. I do hope that the second movie enhances the first one. I do have like high hopes for that, so I hope that that just makes like the whole movie better, and makes. I hope it feels like one, really long, really big movie. And I mean, hope like that's that's my hope, but 
as it stands with this movie, it feels like we've only gotten half. And that's just kind of what the downfall of it, too. So, But overall, I think if you do enjoy the sci-fi world, um, you'll enjoy this movie. Like, especially from what I hear, I haven't seen the original one yet. I'm I'm probably going to go back and watch it just for shits and giggles. Um, but I do hear that if you watch the original movie or if you've read the books, you will understand a lot more than we probably did. Uh, so, yeah, that's I'm sitting at 79 with it. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, I, I absolutely agree with basically everything Caleb said. Um, it's not, like I said, I'm not a huge sci-fi kind of guy, so this wasn't, this, it feels like this really, this movie isn't really made for me. I still enjoyed it, and actually, like, once the credits started rolling, I'm like, okay, you know what, I, I actually do look forward to part two. I, I definitely will check it out in theaters, and hopefully I don't have... Uh, the same experience that I did. This, uh, oh yeah, I gotta bring that up really quickly. So this is just so, and this was before the movie even started. But so there was, so at first there was just me in the movie theater. Like I was the only one that had bought in a ticket. I'm just like, oh my gosh, am I gonna get the whole auditorium to myself? It's gonna be freaking awesome. Of course that wasn't the case, cause shocker. Um, but <laughs> on the same row as me, there was this old couple at the end. And then right in front of me, there was this, uh, um, this, uh, old, old, old friend, um, two friends, old two, two, the, 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 they were old people, but like, I'm, uh, two friends. Um, and then I think in like all the way back, there was like this, uh, um, couple that was in probably like their 30s or something, which they were quiet the whole freaking movie. I was, I freaking loved them in the back, but, um, this couple that was to the left of me, every single time that the trailer would end, the freaking husband would, he would shout. He would make it very clear how he felt about the trailer. He'd be like, well, that's a zero out of one for me. Definitely not seeing that. That's a zero out of two. That's a zero out of three. I said, actually, I didn't say it in my breath. I actually said it pretty, pretty vocally. I just said, shut the up, dude. <laughs> I hope he heard me. I don't give a shit what your opinion is about the movie. Oh, freaking hate people like that, man. Like, be you know what? If you want to whisper that to your wife that that doesn't look interesting to you, cool. I don't care, but don't make it vocal for everybody else to hear it. Yeah, I I hate that. Like, I I can't stand unnecessary negativity. Thank you. Like. If you wanted to, like, if it was, like, opposite, and he's just like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. Like, I I feel like that's something I could live with. Oh, yeah, I would like, actually oh, be like, that I'd looks be like, really good. That looks really good. It's I would just be like, agreeing with the guy. I'm like, yeah, dude, I totally agree. Yeah. Like, even if, like, it wasn't something that looked, like, incredible, it's just like, that looks worth watching. Like, just something like that. Like, just that negativity for just to be an asshole. Yeah. Like, I can't stand people like that. I'm here. Like, uh. I cannot stand it. Like, if you're if you're going to be negative, just shut up. Like, no one wants Thank to hear you. it. Thank you. Yeah. So, this is... 
why this VR movie theater experience is just sounding more and more good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep a tally of all the points that VR <laughs> movie nights have. And I feel no, like I'm enough. two points up. <laughs> yeah, you are. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so getting back to the review of the movie. Um, so yeah. That that was my movie theater experience with it, but um, like I said, like story was kind of hard a little bit to follow. Um, I didn't understand exactly where all the characters were headed. Didn't exactly understand all the groups that were explained. Um, so I think I did enjoy this movie a little less than Caleb. Um, so I think I'm gonna go like a seventy-two. Um, it's. Lisa, I'm looking forward to the second part just so this story can be wrapped up. But like Caleb said, this is they were really banking on this being made into two parts because this first part does feel like an incomplete movie. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, all right, well, that concludes this week's breakdown. Um, our, so the average, our, the average personal grade for Dune came to a 75.5, which brings our final all bros letter grade for Dune to a B minus. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. It's definitely on the lower end. It's closer to being a C plus. Um, but it is sitting at an 80.625%. Damn, you weren't kidding. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so, let's see. Out of all of our B-minus movies, which we have 18 of them, this is sitting at number 16. <laughs> What's below it? Um, so, compared to all of our other movies, these are all B-minus movies that I'm about to list off. It is above Good Boys, which was at an 80.25%. Okay. And it was above Nomadland, which was at an 80.18%. You were not the biggest fan of Nomadland. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I go get on. it. I get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then it puts it below the Banana Splits movie, which was at an eighty point nine one percent. All right. It was also below Deadpool two, which was at an eighty one point zero eight percent. Fair. Um, is below Late Night, which was at an 81.3. Uh, is below Birds of Prey, which was at an 81.75. And it was below Holiday in Handcuffs, which was at an 81.78. Alright, okay. Yeah, very, very different movies when you get to yes. like the lower end like those are like completely different movies but it's so hard to disagree with those scores too yeah at least for us like i know a lot of people would be like no man that's a piece of art like yeah is it though 
I mean, I feel it is, but that's just me. I really liked that movie. I'm pretty sure if I went back to the the scores, you were harder on that movie than I was. Really? Oh shit! Yeah, I think you were right. Um, unfortunately, we don't. I don't have the scores back that far. Oh, yeah, but I th- I think you are right. Actually, I think I do remember that. <laughs> so never mind. I take back my criticism. <laughs> Yeah. Um but yeah. So that Oh, um I forgot. Um it is also out of all of the movies that we've broken down, which we are at 149. This is sitting at 98. Yeah, so it's barely making top 100. <laughs> so, anyway. So far, I mean, I think the top 100's alright. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, you know. It's in the top third, or the top two thirds. Yeah. <laughs> of so movies that we've broken down. It's something. It's something. Yeah. But next week is going to be interesting. Next week is our... Uh, 150th movie breakdown holy shit i can't believe that that's so crazy yeah that's that's gonna be pretty wild we reached that a lot faster than i thought we would but then at the same time it's like we can't really do a lot of like um like uh versus matches right now and uh we don't really have any ideas for dreamcast right now so it's kind of been just like movie after movie for a while yeah i mean i'm not i'm cool with it no, yeah. me, not me neither. Um, oh, what was I just gonna say? So it, it all of these are these aren't like episode based ones because we did have those those few that were thrown in uh, for those like mini breakdowns that we were going to do, but ended up being way too much work. <laughs> yeah, when the going got tough, I gave up. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like we said, uh, Dune is sitting at a uh, an eighty point six two five percent, which puts it at a B minus. Not too shabby. Yeah. So that concludes this week's breakdown. Um, if you like this episode, want to hear more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are pretty much everywhere. Um, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Uh, you can follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can just search at the all bros. Um, and if you want to, you can hit us up with episode ideas. Uh, if you want to answer a question of the week when we actually post one. <laughs> Or if you want to join us for an episode, we would love to have anyone on. Um, you can also check out our website, tinyurl.com forward slash the where you can find links to everything that we do. Um, that's probably the easiest place to find everything that we do <laughs> as yeah. well. Um, but we have merch on that 
on the website too, and I should have it updated. As long as no other it. company takes shit down. Oh my gosh, yeah. T Public freaking ripped down another one, and I'm pretty sure it was just because it was named after a Disney movie. So dumb. Yeah, freaking hate it. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to get merch, we're not gonna we're just gonna we'll just charge you however much it costs, which is like a base cost. Like how much did we get our hoodies for? Like twenty bucks? Uh, I think including shipping, it was like 25 Yeah, that sounds about right. But yeah, like $25 hoodie, like what, 13 or 15 bucks for a shirt? Yeah, some, some pretty good prices, I feel. Yeah, some damn good prices. Like you can get two shirts for like 30 bucks. Yeah, which is not too bad. Not too bad at all. Yeah, so if anyone wants one, hit us up. We'll we'll hook you up. Yes, we will. Um, but yeah, so next week, uh, we don't know what we're going to do yet. <laughs> it's once again up in the air. Yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll figure something out. <laughs> um, yeah, there's just some people that I need to talk to just to figure out some logistics but we'll get it figured out by next week but you guys can look forward to uh to an episode next week um so with that this has been the all bros podcast i'm caleb and i'm jonathan and we'll catch you guys next week deuces so long (coughs) that one felt lazy Yeah, it did. I felt the cough coming on, so that's why.